Hello everyone, my name is Axel Vipré, Regulatory Affairs Specialist, and today I am with Anne-Sophie Morisseau, Pharmacist Toxicologist. Welcome to our special podcast series to discuss about packaging within the cosmetics industry. Thank you, Axel. Hello everyone, my name is Anne-Sophie. In Europe, marketing of cosmetic products is controlled by the regulation 1223-2009. According to this regulation, cosmetic packaging needs to be fully included in the assessment of the cosmetic product. As you may know, compatibility testing needs to be performed with the formula in contact with the packaging in order to verify the stability of the cosmetic product in real use. Axel, can you explain exactly what other requirements are listed in the cosmetic regulation for the packaging, please? Sure. As you know, according to Article 3 of the regulation, the whole cosmetic product must be sure for human health. The regulation authorizes the presence of substances stemming from the material into the formula, subject that these substances are compliant with Article 3, so are safe for human health. The Annex 1 of the regulation describes the content as of the safety assessment to be performed on the cosmetic product, and notably the data necessary for the assessment of packaging, such as the composition of the packaging material, the technically unavoidable impurities, and the possible leachable from the packaging. However, there is few details on how practically conduct the assessment of the cosmetic packaging. In this context, the packaging advisory document has been published by Cosmetic Europe in 2019. What are the main principles, Anne-Sophie? First, uh, the main concern is the potential migration of substances from the materials into the formula. Thus, we need to focus on the articles in direct contact with the formula. Secondly, the physico-chemical characteristics of cosmetic formulation are considered to be close to typical foods. We have, of course, some exceptions, such as air colorants, but most of the cosmetic formulations are aqueous or oily, with acidic or normal pH, and with a certain level of alcohol. In this context, it is deemed relevant to assume that the packaging acceptable for food contact can also be considered safe for contact with a cosmetic product that has similar physical and chemical characteristics. However, the packaging advisory document also requires to take into account some substances of concern for cosmetic use, such as CMR substances, so carcinogenic, mutagenic, and reprotoxic substances, also skin sensitizer, and of course, the substance prohibited and restricted by the cosmetic regulation. In addition, it is important to note that all articles need to be compliant with the 9462 directive relative to heavy metals and to the REACH regulation for HVHC levels. Thank you, Anne-Sophie. The food contact regulation is very important to consider in the regulatory compliance of the cosmetic packaging, as mentioned by the packaging advisory document. Can you explain more how this regulation works, please? Sure. Indeed, it is very important to understand well the food contact regulation. In Europe, food contact materials regulation is guided by the framework legislation number 1935-2004, 
which requires food contact materials, FCM, to not transfer chemicals to foodstuff at level harmful to human health. This is the Article 3. Furthermore, rules for good manufacturing exist, regulated by the 2023-2006, as well as specific legislation for different materials types, such as plastics, recycled plastics, ceramics, regenerated cellulose, and active and intelligent materials. But for other materials types used in contact with food, the framework legislation applies, and in addition, specific national legislation may exist. Globally, the regulation, notably the 10-2011 relative to plastics, requires two or more levels of compliance. First, in terms of composition with a positive list of substances to be used in, F in FCM, and in terms of testing to assess migration into the formulation. Basically, it means that overall and specific migration need to be tested to verify the safety of the materials using appropriate simulants and test conditions, depending on the type of foods and the use of materials. The 102011 regulation lists several simulants to be used, such as ethanol 10%, simulant A for aqueous food, also, acetic acid 3%, which is the serum B, applicable for acidic food with low pH, or tenax for dry food. Also, there are specific conditions of testing. For example, to cover long-term storage at ambient temperature, specific migration needs to be performed for 10 days at 60 degrees and overall migration for 10 days at 40 degrees. Thus, if you receive a declaration of compliance for food contact materials, it's very important to verify its applicability to the cosmetic product, so the simulants and the condition of use. Thus, to summarize, there is a lot of regulation and topics to consider when evaluating a cosmetic packaging. The rich regulation for SVHC, the heavy metals directive, the FCML regulation, the CLP for skin sensitizer and CMR, and, of course, the 12.23.29 cosmetic regulation for restricted and prohibited substances. All of this requires to have a clear process internally. My advice is to set up a list of information to be collecting for the, the cosmetic packaging manufacturer in order to comply with cosmetic product regulation, such as, as we said before, composition and regulations compliance. As the packaging is often composed of several components, those data are needed for each of them. For possible leachables from the packagings, it can be really helpful to implement a guideline listing substances that needs to be dosed in, in your final formula, depending on the nature of the material you have. In case of recycled plastic, there are other important points to consider. For example, the type of recycling, chemical or physical, may have an impact on the safety of your cosmetic packaging. But that's a subject that could have its own point cast. And what should be your response when your packaging is not compliant for food contact materials? Mm, first, ask your supplier the reason. The packaging has not been tested or is there a real non-compliance? If it has not been tested, it can be possible to launch additional tests internally. If it's not compliant, 
you need to perform a risk-oriented approach for the non-compliant substances, considering the exposure of the cosmetic products. This type of non-compliance always needs to be treated as case-by-case. Case. Thank you, Axel, for this lesson in process. This is very interesting. I think this helps the assessor have keys for the regulatory compliance of their cosmetic packaging based on all these guidelines and regulation. As we discussed earlier, the difficulty stem mainly from the different food contact materials legislation for non-plastic materials. How do we assess these types of materials? We invite you to learn more in a new episode of this podcast series coming soon. Thank you for listening and see you soon. Thank you. Bye.